This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Australia's best titbit without the tits. Catching up on Joy 94.9. And now on Joy 94.9, it's time for Catching Up with your hosts, Dolly Adamson, Brett Scriber and Jamie Lewis. Good evening, one and all. Welcome to Catching Up. I've got a very special Catching Up tonight. I'm joined by the marvellous Hiki, or Hikaru Freeman, and the quite wonderful namesake of mine, um, B2 or Brett, for our Catching Up on Eurovision show. Welcome to the studio, guys. Thank you. Well, I was just listening to the intro. I'm wondering who was Holly and who was Jamie. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, I well, can basically just call myself Brett Freeman tonight. Just to start oh, bless you. Oh, you can be B3. 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 Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, obviously, Dolly is now, she does a gig now on Tuesday, so she's going to be away for a bit. And poor Jamie has just flown in from La, and um, he's a little bit jet lagged. Oh, my heart's bleeding. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've been on that LA trip. Oh, yes. I know, guys. But tonight, look, I have been so super excited about Eurovision since I was six, maybe. So this is a bit of a dream come through tonight. We want to hear from you, though. What was your best Eurovision moments? Email us on air at joy.org.au. Call us, 1300-JOY-949, or SMS us on 0427-JOY-949. Now, Hickey, what show are you you're doing at the moment? Obviously, you've got the affair on Saturday <laughs> yes. nights, and also Joy Eurovision, the show which will have its wrap up on Monday. Yes, um, afterwards, uh, which is you guys are invited, but you guys are working. God, <laughs> oh, no, sorry, Us people who are earning a living and contributing <laughs> to the economy. <laughs> So, oh. you know, I'm just saying... Starting, starting off well, Brett. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's just going to be you two versus me the whole entire night, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you should be used to that by now. Uh, <laughs> it's the story of your life. It's the story of my life. But anyway, no, uh, it's also The Affair uh, this week will be featuring the best of the Norwegian Melody Grand Prix from the 1970s. I love how specific you are. Yeah, it's, yes. it's fantastic. You can tell I come from but the folk you know what? There'll be all these people going, oh, "Great! It's been so long since I heard the Norwegian <laughs> entries from the uh, Grand Prix." No, in the and not, no winners either. They will in. all be the ones that didn't win. Oh, fantastic! Oh, even even better, even better. But look, uh, obviously, uh, Eurovision this year yeah. is is it's in its host country yeah. of Sweden. I'm going to do it now, boys. I'm going to get the song out over and done All right, with. let him have his moment. It was 1974, the year of my birth. It's ABBA. It's Waterloo. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. You're catching up with Hickey B1 and B2 tonight on Joy 94.9. That was clearly ABBA. Yeah. Clearly ABBA with Waterloo. It was the year um, I was born, actually. I was born a month after Eurovision. Oh, so you missed it. I oh, just missed that was it. bad timing. But, God, that, that image of those two in velvet and, like, what was it? Like a western skirt with a with a tight, tight frizz hair. Yeah, and, and, and yet I'm I just, had, like, kind of knickerbockery things. I'm just <laughs> avoiding any sort of references in terms of ABBA and, you know, conception and everything like that. Sorry? Conception? Uh, yes, 
conception. You said you were born just shortly. Uh, um, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a very quick, It wasn't a very quick pregnancy. Yet. No, oh my God, you're hilarious. But obviously, the rumour is this year in Malmo, yeah. the rumour is that if not Agneta, that the four of them will come out to present the prize. Wow. That's the rumour, at least one of them. They're not going to sing. No, that'll... No, no. It's not going to happen, is it, boys? Never they'll, they'll love to tease it out, though. Oh, yeah. Do you think it would be good if, like, they all came on and did different things throughout the show, do you think? Because the crowd will go mad. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Anyette has been on the publicity trail with this new album, so she could be convinced Have to do it. Have you heard it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, listened yeah. To the, I just listened to the previews on iTunes of, like, you know, 30 yeah. seconds of each song. Is it all still sort of just like? It sounds very much like the. <laughs> it sounds very much like the single. And look, if you're a desperate ABBA fan and you've been missing hearing the sound, it sounds a lot like sort of average ABBA, not great. Oh, ABBA. it's not. It's not like you know, Agnetha does the great American songbook. Or something no, like no, 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 nothing like that. There's one kind of upbeat song which is clearly aimed at the gays, which is not good. It's something about <laughs> get onto the dance floor or something. <laughs> Just not good. Now, a 60 year old woman telling us to go get on the dance floor. Oh, I know. Mm, hey, yes. Cher does it all the time. Boom, boom. Hey. <laughs> you leave Cher alone. I love Actually, Cher. Cher doing Eurovision would be great. Oh, I'm Cher, bitch. Oh, you know what? I've, I've said this several times. Cher yes. and Colton Ford, the porn star slash singer. Slash. What? Sorry, who? Colton Ford. He's a porn star. He played Sheriff Trout in The Lair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you you clarified that for me. He's more, he is more well known as a uh, porn star. Okay, like, is gay, also, gay porn or like, straight yeah, porn? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and like okay, many okay. a porn star, he thinks he has a singing voice. Yes, Dean Monroe, right. anyone? Oh, um, Johnny Hazard. Um, but you know, I'm just, I'm just listing say, off my iPod. Brett, you know a lot of porn <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of porn that apparently with singers. But no, Colton Ford and Cher. And possibly throw in one of the Kardashians representing Armenia. That's a guarantee. Do you know what? Yeah, the Kardashians could do Armenia, couldn't they? They are from They are from Armenia, aren't they? They're not from Kazakhstan. Or they, something. They're, they're of Armenian descent, yes. Oh. Yeah. As is Colton Ford, as is Cher. Oh, I thought you were just randomly picking no, Colton I, that Ford was for no reason. No, Colton Ford <laughs> is actually Armenian. So Col- right. Okay. Right. Sorry, okay. I missed that. Now, obviously, this is the, normally the part of the show when we do catching up with us. But I wanted to know the boys about how they got involved with Eurovision. Now, what I was surprised. Now, I remember Eurovision from probably the late seventies, early eighties, sitting in my grandmother's because my grandmother's Croatian. And they loved the, the Yugoslavs, or the, what, what was then Yugoslavia. I used to love the song, even though they were quite dreadful at it, and still are. Um, so I remember it from then, but Hickey, you didn't find Eurovision until much later. I didn't, uh, because as you can tell with my accent, I did not grow up with Eurovision. Uh, when I went to university in the UK, uh, there was just so much chaos about because it was 1998 when it was hosted in the UK, so I got to see Donna International win live. Oh, wow. Does she look as good? Because I was always, you know, like sometimes she looked quite 
good. Well, and then sometimes she didn't. Lots of Gautier, and that's all I can say. And that that whole outfit that she won with, yes, um, that was a whole big scandal in in and of itself. Because I remember, because I was living in Melbourne at the time, I'd only been here for a couple of years, and the outrage of the Jewish community about saying, I can't believe we've got a transsexual representing our country. As soon as she won, all of those signs <laughs> disappeared. Everybody mm. loves a winner. And everyone loves a winner, Brett. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, how about yourself, Brett? Well, I grew up in the country, so we didn't get SBS oh. or Channel 7 or Channel 9 or Channel 10. Um, so I didn't get access to uh, Eurovision until um, much later on. So my first one was 1993, which yes. I stumbled across accidentally. Yes. Um, Sonia from the UK saying better the devil you know. That's why it <laughs> it's not that bad. That's why it sticks in my mind. Then I missed a couple and then 96 was when I started going hardcore. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, which, yeah. I'll be honest with you, I remember like after school, which I finished, yeah, um, for me, I went off the whole, you know, that whole journey in the 90s where Ireland won continually every Which is so, single It's year. so, so, so corrupt. I'm sorry. That's so corrupt. What do you mean? Oh, they're, they're, they have been debating putting in investigations to see whether there are some paybacks going on there. Are we saying, are we talking AKA like 1968? Yes, we are. And for those of you who don't know, which I was going to discuss in the next segment, um... In 1968, there is still rumour today that Franco somehow rigged the outcome Mm. of the election. So the aptly rather sophisticated title of La 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 managed to beat the aptly sophisticated elevator song of Congratulations by Mr Cliff Richard. Sorry, Sir Cliff. He wasn't Sir Cliff then. No, he wasn't. He was Mr Cliff. I did like the velvet suit with the the, the mm, ruffle. It was like yeah. it was like an early John um, John Pertwee um, Doctor <laughs> Who yeah, outfit, yeah. wasn't it? That that look actually lasted. I was a page boy in a wedding a few years later and wore something not dissimilar. <laughs> actually, hmm. there's only ever indications. Hey guys, we've got so much Eurovision oh, here on Joy ninety four point nine. Listen to Joy when you want, where you want, with the Joy app. Download it for free at joy.org.au. Joy.org.au. De Joy 94.9. This is Catching Up. I'm Ikara Freeman, joined here by our, our anchor, Brett. Hello. And our co-anchor, Brett. Hello. Now, I'd like, to, I'd like to talk a little bit about that song we yes. just heard. It was 1956. It was the first winner of Eurovision, and it was by the beautiful Lise Assaya, and it was from Switzerland, mm-hmm. um, and it was called Refrain. Um, and I had to be corrected yes. during the song <laughs> because I thought the old dear had died. <laughs> And then I just apparently they managed to get the life out of you in Switzerland, and she's still a bloody lie. We, can I just say? And the other two here in the studio were mortified because we I thought know. we'd missed the news. Going, what are you sure? How can this be? So anyway, she is still alive. Anyway. She even oh, entered the song into this year's Swiss entry. I'm sorry, Swiss national final. Yes, with a hip hop band called New Jack. It's called All in Your Head. 
And if you go through the archives of the full catastrophe, yes. you can hear a little bit of a clip of it. And um, Andy and I literally lost our ever-loving minds because it's atrocious. Oh, okay. But I yeah. think she's got a delightful voice. She does. She's got a lovely speaking voice. She's too. 89 years old. You know? I know. Yeah. I know. My grandmother's 89. And bless. Thank you, Bubba, for listening tonight. Well, if you maybe are, she'll dear. be joining up with a hip-hop group well, next year. Maybe. <laughs> well, no, no. She we can get her. We can probably just the hip replacement <laughs> hop group. Hip replacement group. Yes, yes. Hey guys, we're asking a question tonight. What was your best Eurovision moments? SMS us on 0427 Joy 949. Call us on 1300 Joy 949. Jerry is waiting to stand by to take your call. Or email us directly into the studio on air at joy.org.au. I want to say a big thank you to my darling sister. She never misses the show. Love her guts. And she loves Eurovision as well. And she's hanging out for Bucks Fizz 1981. Sissy, you might just stick around for a little bit later in the show. Boys, I want to talk about... A little bit of a history of Eurovision because it's it started in 1956. It is not the sh- same show. Oh no! Because no. it was a very much a mid- upper middle class um, tuxedos, dinner jackets, yeah. evening gown affair. I originally, love, I love watching the footage of that. That especially that first year, but all the early years, it's so well classy in inverted commas compared to <laughs> now. You know, they're everyone sitting down in their tuxedos. You mean Lordy was not? <laughs> I was actually going to refer to the crowd, you know, which is now full of all these, you know, people yes. bouncing up and down, waving their flags and, you know, Victory in Cyprus 2014 and everything like that. Do you think it was a little bit, uh, to me, when I've seen them, and it is beautiful, like it is really lovely. I love the fact that they used to play with a full orchestra. Yes. Mm. Well, they kept that. They persisted with that for years and All years the way up years. until 98. 90s, yeah. yeah. 98 was the very last one. So I think I just got in there just at you the last You just scraped in yeah. with the BBC Orchestra, was it? Yes, the BBC the Orchestra. BBC. Which, yes. It was, it was good. They did very, you know, modern the BBC? Songs. They never do it wrong, do they? Well, they did it wrong with the host that year, let's just say. Oh, who was it? Was it not Terry, Wogan? It was Terry, Terry Wogan now boys. And, who was... and Orika Johnson. Oh, Orika Carr, Can you believe... I'm, I'm sorry, it's just weird. The BBC, with all of its celebration of British entertainment, gets an <laughs> Irishman and a Swede to present Eurovision. But, but, but let's face it, you either love Wogan or you don't. Yeah. And mm. he does split. Now, look, for me, I like Wogan... I just don't like Wogan if it's a song I like. <laughs> but if it's a song I don't like, I'm all for him. Well, I ne- I used to think he was good. And I was yes. one of those people who emailed SBS with outrage the year that they put the Effie um, <laughs> really? special on. Really? Yeah, which was apparently, uh, side fact, the most complaints SBS has ever had about anything in yes. its history of broadcasting was when they replaced Terry Wogan with that Effie special. But my understanding, my understanding was with Wogan on SBS, they then changed it uh, a couple of years ago where they would show the Wogan they would replay mm. the Wogan announcer and then they would show whatever the – either they'd show the Australian or the um No, what the they did – yeah. that started when they did the Effie thing. Really? Um, and so many people complained they replayed Wogan – the, the Wogan version a week later. Yes. And the same thing happened when Des Mangan did it. They replayed it again um, later on because people weren't happy. Oh, my God. Yeah. But on, on Wogan, I yes. recently, a couple of weeks ago, was watching the 2001 Eurovision Song Contest. As yes. you oh, the do. one where everyone was do. drunk, basically. <laughs> um, and I was listening to his commentary, and I didn't realise how offensive it really was. Okay. He, 
I will say that in his defense, particularly in 2001, he was given a lot to work with. Uh, but, you know... Those presenters were atrocious. I have no problem with the presenters. Yeah. It was the references to female performers having a decent set of lungs is the polite way. And right. Oh. Comments like that. And at the time, I never really noticed how bad they were. But looking back now, I kind of go, ooh, they really were not. Can I tell you, now this is probably a good segue into the next song I've got. Now this was a winner from 1965 in Luxembourg. Now the reason why I'm playing this tonight is because this is when the competition started getting poppy. This yep. was probably the most poppiest song of, well, let's say the early 60s. Um, it's by the beautiful uh, Francois, Francois Gaulle? France. France. France, France Gaulle. Yeah. Um, now... Your French is quite good, Hickey. Do you yes. want to have a crack at it? Poupée de cire, poupée de son. It means a doll of wax, a doll of sound. Get your shimmies together on your joy, 94.9. Joy, 94.9. You're catching up with Brett and Brett and Hickey, also known as B3 tonight, mm-hmm. on Joy 94.9. I'm an honorary Brett. It's all about Eurovision, boys. And, <laughs> yes. and these boys, God, do they know the Eurovision. They're giving me a run for their bloody money. Now, Hickey, with that song, which was a 1965 winner from yes. Luxembourg, there's a double entendre meeting, isn't well, there? Well, there is a double entendre meeting because she's basically singing that she is um, no, uh, she has no purpose. Because yes. she is essentially a vehicle for which the songwriter just emotes, which is kind of rather depressing. See, isn't it um, doll of salt, doll of sand? Or? A doll of wax. Doll and of wax, wax, doll of dust, a, a, sorry. A doll, a doll of wax, a doll, yes. doll of sound. Yes. But then she had the song Les Sucettes. Yes. About Annie enjoying her lollipops and how when lollipops fall down her throat, yes. she enjoys the taste of it and it's so sticky. And of course, because hmm. it's in French, there may be a double meaning to that. I think you're um, making casting a wide net there at the French. They may, <laughs> they may be been to France. Of, uh, yes, I was yes. they may be the occupants of the city of love, but they <laughs> may also just enjoy lollipops. I don't understand what anyone's talking about. I'm innocent. When Fair she enough. found out what that song was about, she actually allegedly. She closed the door and didn't come out for like 10 years. Well, apparently she refuses to sing the song at all. Have it on her albums. You can only download it or go to like a, 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 a compilation disc of Eurovision songs or a compilation album. She doesn't want anything to do with it. Yep. I'm, Which is sort of how she became famous. Mm. But then that's not uncommon. A lot of people try to hide their Eurovision history. Such as <laughs> Lulu. Celine Dion. Share. Mm. No, not share. No. <laughs> that's still to come. That's still going to come. We're going to make that share Colton Ford, Kim Kardashian thing happen. Hey, look, guys, obviously, for those, um, and I didn't know this about Eurovision as well, it was based on the San Remo Music Festival. Yes. And I know you are a connoisseur, shall we say, of the oh, San yes. Remo Music Festival. Very much so. What? How long? Now, that has even a longer history, doesn't that it? That started out in 1951. Uh, yes. It, it ran, it basically, it still runs to this day. It's several days long. And if you've ever watched Italian television, it is literally song, ad break, song, ad break, song, ad break, song, ad break. And it just goes on and on and on. But it has got some amazing people in it. You have had... Dusty Springfield, all of her Italian songs have been in it. Yes. We've had Shirley Bassey, Cher, when she was with Sonny and without Sonny. Yeah, it's- was Cher in San Remo? Yeah. Oh, my God. Singing- She's going there with Colton Ford next year, too, <laughs> I think, yeah. 
Absolutely. Oh, my God. By the way, we should actually say we have got an email in from yes. Sean. Sean, who says, hello, hello. This is St. Kilda calling with the jury votes. I know I'm going to be leaving St. Kilda soon. Dupois. Dupois. Dupois for Charlotte Nilsson. Take me to her heaven. Yes. And then Charlotte Borelli. I guess when you get some facial work done, you change your name, too. Now, now, kids. Maybe the Pirelli is reference to the tire in her. F- now we have to talk about Charlotte because yes. I hated "Take Me to <gasps> Heaven." I did leave too. the room. But I own no a CD single. But can I say I loved Hero? And the worst thing is, Hero came like third last. Yeah. Okay, but dude, but she did have the cat face. See, you <laughs> yeah. have to understand one thing. Char- poor Charlotte. Yes. Um, she did find Poor out that Charlotte. her husband, the one that made her a Pirelli, uh, did actually cheat on her a couple days before she actually go had to go on stage in Belgrade singing uh, "Hero." Oh my God! How terrible for her! And then she took that event and then turned it into a song into last year's Melody Festival and called "The Girl." Yes, um, so. because my understanding is she she married an Italian man. Was he Italian or well, with a name like Pirelli? Well, I'm assuming Italian yeah. descent because yes. it could very well be Swedish. Could be on the border. Yeah, mm-hmm. could be on the border. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, but she did the face because she kept a figure. But Jesus Christ, yeah. what happened to her oh, face, guys? It was, it was a cat. <laughs> it was just. It was Justin Wildenstein. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was. I want to be a cougar. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good no, at all. No, And the wasn't. outfit, oh, God, it wasn't good. No wonder she only came fourth last or whatever it was. I know. But look, we've got so much more on the show. We just have to pay some bills first, guys. Yeah. And we're going to talk more Eurovision on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. You are on Joy 94.9. You're with B1, B2 and B3, also known as Brett, Brett and Hickey. It's a special edition of Catching Up. It's all about the Eurovision. Ooh. So we're catching up on that, and it's not just us talking about Eurovision. We'd like to hear what you've got to say about it. Let us know your favourite Eurovision moment or performer or song or whatever. You can SMS 0427-JOY949. You can call us 1300-JOY949 or email us on air at joy.org.au. Oh, that was fantastic. Thank smooth. you, darling. Anyone have done that before? I know, I know. <laughs> okay, guys, I've got two questions. Right. The first question is, nearly all countries in Europe have participated in Eurovision. Name the two that have not. Lechenstein. Yes. It's another principality. Oh. In fact, it's the smallest principality in all the of Europe. Vatican. Well done. Oh. And the Vatican Dupois. does. I thought I was going to get thrown out of the studio there for failing the quiz. <laughs> they could actually participate because there is actually a Vatican. Mem- they are part of the EBU. They pay their fees? Yeah. yeah. There you go. I just like the fact that I can ask quiz questions and they get answered. <laughs> um, but look, But look, the other thing that I want to talk about and we can't go past Eurovision with voting and controversy, can we? No. It's half the fun. What, what goes on with the voting, guys? What the hell goes on with the voting? Okay, do you want to know the funniest thing with the voting and the rules is if you actually read, like, the Wikipedia summary of the <laughs> rules, it goes for, like, two screens of, like, pages. <laughs> then in this year, they introduced the jury voting. Then they went for public voting. Then they introduced a rule for this. Then they introduced a semi-final. Then they limited it to 10, 10 countries from the first final. Then they changed the rules for this. Every year, the rules change. It's yes. great. And so does the voting. I, I don't quite 
understand the whole, we hate you, but now we're going to vote for you. You know, like the whole Cyprus and Turkey and Greece, um, the northern, well, not so much the Scandinavian, let's face it, the parts of the old Eastern Bloc, Yeah, look, I mean, people seem to think that this is a sinister plot by the (laughs) residents of these countries, but... I'm kind of of the view that they share, often they share a language, they share a culture, and they share musical taste. So the neighbours are going to vote for the people who are close by, unless they hate them. Let's take, for example, if we were involved in an all-Asia-Pacific one, do you know how much vote swapping would be going on between Australia and New Zealand and Australia and New Zealand and Fiji? It would be like, they would say... And Fiji. Well, yes, and Fiji. <laughs> I think Fiji would... Oh, I think it's something to do with maybe the Chinese populations of Singapore and Malaysia. That, oh, yeah. And the Chinese. I think the Chinese will well and truly beat any country um, uh, No, I think... No, no, no. Oh. I, don't, I don't see China giving Taiwan any points. No, Does no. that mean they Neil. would have to acknowledge their existence? That's true. That's true. And the Japanese, the Japanese would come up with some crazy <laughs> shit, though, wouldn't they? Oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe like the Germany of the competition. Is, you never know what you're going to get from year to there year. Is oh my actually God. Flying Japanese, elephants. There and, is actually a oh. Japanese version of Eurovision called the Red and White Song Festival, or Kohaku. It goes on every <laughs> single New Year's Eve. Yes. And it is the funniest thing on earth. They have got demented drag queens that sing. Yes. Um, it is all about over-the-top... I mean, literally, it, it, it deserves more press on Earth, and I've been waging a campaign for SBS to go air it because it is the funniest thing you will ever sing. All the top Japanese acts have to appear on it, and it's yes. all voted for. They have a red team and a white team, which is men versus women. Yes. And the men have been winning all so long, and everyone is screaming, you know, complete controversy because the state broadcaster gets a bunch of money from Of course it. they do. Oh, I love I mean, it. That's, it sounds like a hoot. I'm going to check that one out. Oh, uh, Just brilliant. literally look up Kohaku. It's the funniest thing on earth. Now tell me, guys, what's the significance of 1969 in the competition? What the hell was going on with the voting in that year? Uh, what's in the sexual revolution? I can tell you that. It, well, no. <laughs> I don't think that got till at least the <laughs> early 70s, maybe, in Eurovision. Well, it, with Ding-a-Dong. <laughs> Every hour. (laughs) Every hour. On Joy, 94.9. No, 1969, that was the year when we actually had four winners because, and we didn't have the rule that, we didn't have the countback rule. Yes. That that also fills an entire screen on Wikipedia. The rule about how to break a tie break. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love when the countback rule did actually come into play after 1969, which was used in 1991, which was when Italy last had the Eurovision. Now, was that after Unite Unite? That was 1989 or 1990? 1990. Then they gave Toto, because he can sing, apparently they thought that he should be allowed to present a two-hour show. Yes. And he made a complete shimazo of it, along with Gigiola Cinquetti, who won it in 1964. And she just sort of sat there and act sane while Toto basically made a fool out of himself. And that year... Carola yes. with Bong God. One of my favourites. Who is appearing this year? That's right. <laughs> so at, she's at Wonk, I believe. Um, it's like being in the studio with two 16-year-old girls. <laughs> Do you know what? Between Carola and Eric Saade in the green room, I'm about to explode with this year's content. <laughs> Seriously. I know this is a gay oh. radio station, bro, but you have just Sorry. taken it. This is a gay Sorry. that you can see from space right now. I have special breaking news that a lot of people might want oh to know. Oh, my God. Yes. 
There is no <laughs> alcohol allowed at the Malmo Arena. What? None. All of those green room, they are going to be completely stone cold sober. Oh my god! That's because make for it is a very banned. long and quiet broadcast. And even the, even the semifinals. Yep. Because you know normally, have you noticed on the semifinals? Oh, they're all they all tuck into the booze. Oh yeah. yeah. And, well, it might be their last hurrah. It might be. They might not be making it to you the final. You were spot on there. There is no. I I have it confirmed by John Candy O'Connor, yes. who is the commentator for San Marino. Yes. They will have no alcohol, and they have no alcohol. In any of the arenas, in the Greece, the Greek commentary, uh, sorry, the Greek um, entrance yeah. got in major trouble by describing Uzo to all the commentators. Are you for real? Yep. Oh my God, the Swedes, the Swedes used to be fun. What happened? What happened? No, you go over to Denmark to yes. go have your to go get your alcohol. Yes, the Danes, on. the Danes like a good knees up, don't they? Yes. That was two thousand one. Bless them, bless Princess Mary, and my thoughts are with you now, darling. Um, What's happened to Princess Mary? No, nothing. I just He's I just, just thinking about. I'm just thinking about her. I think she's wonderful, <laughs> um, but she has nothing to do with Eurovision, and she bloody well should have. Yeah, the other year, I think she should yeah. have trotted out. She could have been a guest presenter or something. One of the princes is really hot. He's, I think he's like um, Frederick's younger brother. Really? Yeah, yeah, See, yeah, Frederick's yeah. He's not unattractive. No, yeah. he's not unattractive. For yeah. Let's face it, for a European prince. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I know. That's a little bit of... But look, one thing on Catching Up that we normally get to regularly play is disco. And we have fabulous friends at the Disco Appreciation Society. Yeah. And I want to um, dedicate this next track. It's probably the most disco of um, the competition. It was in 1978. And Israel... Um, which we'll we'll come back to later if it's part of Europe or not, um, won the competition with a fabulous song called Abanabi, which is based on a Hebrew uh, a Hebrew um, rhyme. Yes, and it was the fabulous um, Isaac Cohen and the Alphabeta. You enjoy ninety four point nine for the Catching Up Crew. Join 94.9. You're catching up with B1, B2 and B3. And I think we might have someone else on the line coming directly from Malmo. Hello, Michael. Oh, hello, boys. How are you, sunshine? I am cold. It is cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's cold here too, so we're with you in spirit. Oh, it's ridiculous. I had all my shorts organised and everything, and here I am trying to get my way through jumpers. It's ridiculous. The least I could have done was put some warm on for me. <laughs> well, 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 Michael. We, so our man on the field is really enjoying Sweden this time of year. Oh, Look, it's, it's, it's nice. It's, it's nice. Is it nice? <laughs> it's lovely. Now, now, can we nice. confirm? I'm liking it. Now, can we? we, we I've heard. Uh, rumors from John Candy O'Connor, the San Marinese commentator, that alcohol is completely banned from the Malmo Arena. Is that true? Oh, that's an interesting question. When I went in for the rehearsal last night, um, I didn't. Ha- I didn't have a look at the uh, the shop, those little uh, food places. Um, however, it's quite possible. Um, I didn't see any ads for, for alcoholic beverages, so it's, it's possible that's the case. So the Greek song this year being Alcohol is Free is might, to... might actually live up to its reputation. Oh, I think so, especially if you steal it. I think it's, it's only if you steal it uh, <laughs> that's going to be free. Uh, Not that we encourage it's that. It's nowhere near free. 
Now, Michael, we've seen a couple of shots that you've posted on um, the Eurovision Joy page on Facebook. Joy.org.eu slash Joy Eurovision. Thank you, Hickey. Um, Who has been the highlight so far? I have really quite enjoyed the background stuff that you don't get to see. Um, Often, we always see the big shows of the weekend, but we don't see the fun and games that go on behind the scenes. And I have to say that some of the press conferences that have taken place um, are quite broadcast-worthy. Really? Which is why I've tried to broadcast them. Um, because, yeah, the performers perform. They do little songs. They do covers of songs. It's it's like a little concert. It's wonderful. Did Fareed take his shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> That's really the question well, that we've been funny, waiting to ask. Funny you should ask. Funny you should ask that question. Um, Fareed was running late, therefore only could answer two questions, and I was practically bursting out of my seat wanting to ask mine. Was your question going to be, will you take um, your shirt off now? <laughs> Well, there was a bit of that. Plus, can I can I help you with a wrestling video to go with your? <laughs> well, now, what about oh, Ryan? I didn't, I didn't get there. What about Ryan Dolan's backing dancers? Now that they have been quite the stir, and they're obviously from Ireland, aren't they? Yeah. This year, um, they are pretty boys, and they look even better up close. Um, even though they had singlets on when I saw them up close, I would still happily do whatever I have to do to get to know them very well. Um, but it's all show business, apparently. It's just all show business. Yes. Um, it's not homoerotic, according to the stage producer of the uh, of the Irish entry. Yes. Uh, it's all just show business. Hmm. Speak, speaking of show business and erotic, have you managed to see my favourite this year, which is Italy's um, Marco Mangoni? Have you seen? Because I saw a picture of him the other day and he looked very handsome. I have my fingers and toes and everything else crossed <laughs> that I get to, that I get, well, uh, there'll be some things more than others have to be crossed, to actually get to chat to him um, one-on-one tomorrow. Wow. Wow. Now, that was a catching up on Eurovision exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Oh, he yes. shouldn't be that oh, hard yes. to see. He has huge hair. He has Just look m- for the hair. Massive hair. <laughs> oh, who, someone else has huge hair. Robin Sternberg. <laughs> yeah. He has big hair. Re- oh, yeah, really? but isn't he like, you know, five foot nothing? Oh, he's about, no, he's at my height. Look yes. at your photo soon. You'll see how tall he is. Okay. Um, and, but, and, you know, apparently, and apparently for... he's styled his hair on Jedwood. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, look, zero points there. And I just have to say this. Uh, uh, what about she who rules the world, Nina Zizic? Have you been able to talk to her? <laughs> And which country she's I from? Haven't. Montenegro. From Mont- oh, of course. She's always banging on about Monty God. bloody Negro. Sorry. <laughs> S- sorry, Michael. So have you seen her? I, I only saw her behind the table at the press conference. Um, that's all. I have. They have not been around enough for me to try and jump on to talk to. However, I have tweeted Nina yes. and asked her to put a present in my pigeonhole for yes. Hikaru uh, if she wants to. I'll be very grateful. Dr. Dujadobe. No, d- no, duck. We'll see how he goes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, and he's very good at French, and he needs his Slavic languages <laughs> brushed up on. Hey, now look, I'm a little bit excited because I actually rewatched um, Germany's Glorious by Casada. Has she been yes. flitting about everywhere? Because I think she's just going to go off on the night. Oh uh, well, I'm. They had their first rehearsals yesterday. Oh, yes. is she I wearing a that. skirt that's longer than the one that she's wearing in the video? <laughs> Which, which is fine, because it gets cold up there. 
Well, it does. <laughs> Wrong way up on the stage. Do, do you know what? If she sneezes, the world's going to be a gynaecologist. That's for oh, sure. Lordy. Um, I'm a little bit excited also by Krista um, Siegfried's Yo. with Married Me, which is really Finland's answer to Katy Perry. She she has had a whole lot of pink. I, look, they look like yes. Her, her, her team have been dressing in pink onesies. Oh, like really? That's so funny because pink, we're all wearing pink, pink onesies at the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. I know. But they walk around, they walk around the arena and parts of Melma yes. in these pink onesies and they look like a group of pink penises. <laughs> Michael, we haven't got much long, but darling... Obviously, the semi-final... That was brilliant, by the way. Um, that, obviously, the semi-final is tonight in Sweden. Obviously, it's almost 10 o'clock here in Melbourne, and it's about it's just Correct. after lunchtime in Sweden, isn't it? It is indeed. It's a lovely sunny day. So how are you? what, what are you going to do to kill the next couple of hours without going stir-crazy about the semi-final? Uh, Fine, well, far I'm going to go and I'm, I'm going to go and check out my pigeonhole, see if it's full of stuff for me. Oh, we'll... Uh, yes. editing... Oh, oh, yeah. Do yep. some editing for some interviews on Joy. So Robin will be on Friday. Uh, and there's also an interview with Margaret Berger of uh, Norway. Oh, She's how exciting. Tomorrow, uh, she features Thursday. her love. Oh, brilliant. And then obviously we've got on Thursday it is the semi-final and Saturday night it is the grand final. Oh, yes. Now, oh, yes. You're, you're out on the field. What is the buzz? Who do they think is going to win? I have to ask. There is actually no other than the the, the, the Danish entry who that's been the favourite since like January. Yes. Um, there hasn't. There's not really any other songs or any other songs that are as uh, popular or as big as as the Danish one. Yes. The rest of them are all there are there in groups. There's not one that's really. Um, as favourite as Euphoria was last year, for example. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. So it's uh, anyone's game. Really? So Gosh. there's still hope yeah. for L- Roberto Bellarossa yet. Or Podgorica. There's still hope for Roberto. And I'm going to throw a spanner in the works and I'm going to take back what I said about Belgium. I'm going to go for Birds by a nook really? from the Netherlands. Really? Absolutely. Oh. Because I think she's probably one of the most original sounding artists uh. out of all the songs. And I think we need a little bit of... You think about most of the songs, they are so... St- I mean, I've got 10 songs here which will go off on the night, but they're just gay dance anthems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's like another 10 <laughs> ballads. <laughs> Michael, darling, thank you so much thank for you, sir. taking all your time heart, out of yes, your... And all your hard work. Oh, that's okay. Just keep watching joy.org.au slash joy Eurovision and I'll have all the updates there. Fantastic, guys. We've only got a little bit more. We've got, we've got to pay a few more bills and we'll be back shortly. Joy. Joy. 94.9. I'd like to apologise for ladies and gentlemen out there in Radio Land. I he hadn't been consuming alcohol. I hadn't been consuming alcohol and I accidentally left the mics on, so I apologise if I've offended anyone tonight. Um, but I would like to say a big thank you to my wonderful guests. Thank you so much for filling the place of Dolly and Jamie, and that's a tough gear. It's been a hoot. I've been I'm quite excited yes. and I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. I, I, I'll be Dolly anytime. <laughs> I want to be Dolly. You both can be Dolly, <laughs> okay. Poor Jamie's feeling left out. I'll be Jamie. Yeah. Okay. Now, look, Now look. we've had our... So, so I'm going for... Just to wrap this up with Eurovision, I'm going for Netherlands. I'm stuffed. I'm, I'm putting my money on Netherlands. Montenegro. Of course you are. I want Belgium, but Ukraine. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I'm still recoiling in horror over of that Ukraine. Of course you are. <laughs> no. 
no, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what, okay, really, really quickly. Uh, my boyfriend doesn't follow Eurovision whatsoever, and the other day we were in the car on a three-hour drive and I made him listen to both CDs, and that was the song that he picked. Isn't he Spanish or Portuguese? Sorry. Uh, he speaks Spanish. He's Mexican. Oh, he's Mexican? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Apologies. Um, I thought he was Spanish. Or- <laughs> <laughs> totally. I, I can't. I, yeah. Anyway, look, I just want to say a big thank you for the boys. Probably the last song I want to leave you tonight, it was the winner from t- 2010. Um, it was from Germany. It's Satellite. I think it's one of the most original Eurovision songs that we've had in years. I like and, this one. Um, yeah, I think this is a bit of a crowd favourite. Um, guys, I'll be back um, with another guest host, my beautiful partner next week. I want to thank you, B1, B2 and B3. I went everywhere for you. You've been listening to Joy 94.9. I Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.